0: I'm Becky Hennessy, host of The Path of Imperfection. This is episode number two the bad news and the good news about your feelings. This is The Path of Imperfection, a podcast for imperfect women and the imperfect men who love them. If you are ready to show how big your brave is and lean into this human experience, join the journey. there. The night is young. Kids are asleep. The house is quiet. I've got my Slurpee all to myself. (laughs) The night is starting out in all of the right ways. I am Becky Hennessy, your guide on the path of imperfection. This is episode number two, which means that you came back. I am so glad and I am so thankful that you did. Make a quick note to yourself to go to my website, BricksTherapy.com and subscribe to my newsletter. It's right there on the front page. As you pull it up, you'll see it right there where it says start your journey. Click on that to subscribe to my newsletter. It'll give you some additional content that I am hoping will be helpful to you and yours. And it'll also give you the inside scoop on different events or topics or ideas that are to come. So again, that's Bricks therapy. B-R-I-C-K-S. BricksTherapy.com. So tonight we are going to be diving into a topic that most therapists love and most other folks don't. (laughs) We are going to be talking about feelings tonight. Now don't go anywhere. We're not talking about the specifics of my feelings or even the specifics of your feelings. We're just going to be talking about feelings in general. So, there's good news and there's bad news about feeling. If you're anything like me, you want to get the bad news first so you can get it out of the way. You know what you're dealing with. So, we'll take that route. As a therapist, I have very strong opinions about feelings. One of my observations might go against many's core belief that we get to choose how we feel. From my personal professional experience and observations, I've come to the conclusion that we do not get to pick how we feel. That's the bad news. We can choose environments that cultivate certain feelings. We can choose to be around people that cultivate certain feelings. We can choose different conversations to have that's going to cause certain feelings. However, we do not get to pick how we feel. Things happen, things are said, things are done, and we feel. Your dog gets hit by a car. You don't choose to feel sad. You just do. Somebody says that they're going to do something with you later that day. You were really looking forward to it. They call, they cancel. You don't choose to feel disappointed about that. You just do. Those feelings just come up. You don't really get to pick what feeling it is, and you don't really get to pick when that feeling is. That's the bad news. There's a lot of unpredictability in that. The good news is that you absolutely get to pick how to respond to how you feel, and that you get to pick different kinds of situations, conversations, relationships to have that might cultivate certain feelings. So you definitely have a choice in some circumstances or situations or again, relationships, conversations that can cultivate certain feelings, and you definitely get to choose how to respond to certain feelings, but we really don't get to pick how we feel. I'm gonna let that sink in just a little bit, for all of you who have recently bought a pillow that says choose happy, it's okay. The pillow has a back. You can turn it around and stencil something on the other side. Your money hasn't gone to waste. Here's what I compare feelings to. I compare feelings to toddlers. Now, any of you who have toddlers, this makes a ton of sense. Any of you who have ever seen toddlers, this is going to make a ton of sense. Some toddlers are absolutely adorable. They're a blast. They're fun to hang out with. They're full of energy. You want to take pictures of them. You want to tell everybody about the cute things they've said. They make us laugh. A lot of toddlers are not fun to be around. They are incredibly unpredictable. They are loud. They are sticky. They have to be everywhere you are, whether it's taking out the garbage, going out to get the mail, standing in the kitchen doing dishes having to go to the bathroom. They have to be everywhere that you are. Toddlers can be disagreeable. They can be stubborn. They have a mind of their own. Regardless, toddlers need to constantly be acknowledged and validated to feel secure. Now, that doesn't mean that your world completely revolves around them. But if a toddler is saying, mom, 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 but mom, mom, hey, mom, mom, mom. And you're like, what? Look what I can do. Or can I have a fruit snack? Sure. Yeah. That's all that they need is to just be acknowledged. Just look at them and be acknowledged. Some feelings are awesome. They are fun and they are pleasant and they are enjoyable and they bring smiles to our faces and they bring laughter to our days. We want to talk about how awesome they are. We want to put it on Facebook about how awesome we're feeling. Some feelings are really great. But a lot of feelings are not. They are hard. They are incredibly unpredictable. They are loud. They are sticky. They want to be everywhere that you are, regardless of how hard you try to ignore them or hide them or correct them or change them or fix them. They have a mind of their own. If the feeling that you're feeling is a fun feeling, it needs to be acknowledged. If the feeling you're feeling is a hard feeling, It also needs to consistently be acknowledged and validated in order to cultivate feelings of security. So, again, the bad news is that you can't choose how you feel and when. The good news is that you absolutely can control how you respond to your feelings. You can cultivate relationships, situations that can help cultivate particular feelings, but the trick is that you need to acknowledge whatever feeling is going on. And it doesn't have to be a long, drawn-out process. We're not talking about like sitting on the couch and writing a list and all kinds of shenanigans. No, you just need to simply take time to acknowledge whatever it is that you're feeling. Now, sometimes we don't really know. We don't know a feeling word for what it is that we're feeling. Sometimes all we know is that we feel it in our body. We just know that our stomach hurts or that our chest is tight or that our heart's beating fast or we have a lump in our throat. It's hard to breathe. Our head hurts. That's okay. You can acknowledge that just as well as you can acknowledge a feeling. If it can't get to a place of, oh, I'm feeling really disappointed or Ugh, I'm kind of feeling worried, then it can be in a place of, oh man, my, my stomach just really hurts. Like I just, I feel like I've got butterflies in my stomach or my heart is racing. I am feeling a hard feeling. Okay. If you can acknowledge it and validate it, then you can figure out what message that feeling is trying to send you. That's the function of feelings. It's information. It's there to give you a message. If you can do something about that, do it. If you can't, you acknowledge that you can't. Okay, I get that I'm really disappointed. She had something else to do today, so I don't get to go and hang out with her today. Once your feelings are acknowledged, just like toddlers, they tend to simmer down. They don't necessarily go away, particularly if you need to do something about it. But it's not the consistent, hey, 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 look at me. They start to simmer down a little bit. Now, feelings are not good or bad. There are definitely fun feelings and there are definitely hard feelings. But feelings themselves are not good or bad. They're simply information. They're simply messages. Once you acknowledge that message, again, they usually start to dissipate. So if we don't get to pick how we feel, then why... Is it so hard to validate feelings in ourselves and others? There's no blame to be had that we're feeling that feeling. We don't get to pick it. Why is that so tricky? Here's where acknowledgement of feelings can get a little bit hard. Certain feelings are easier for others to validate than other feelings. Okay. Here's an example it's really hard to validate anger, frustration, disappointment, jealousy, disrespect. We can validate those, but anger is hard because anger is powerful. It gets people out of our path. Sometimes it gets us the result we're looking for, whether it be to be left alone or to be feared or to be heard. But the only reason that we're being heard when we're loud or when we're angry is because we're loud and we're being angry. It's not because we're being understood. People that have hearing hear you. When you're loud, that doesn't necessarily mean they understand you. In my book, anger is a secondary emotion. So you've got your primary colors and your secondary colors. Primary colors are red, yellow, blue, right? Secondary colors are purple, orange, green. Secondary colors are created by primary colors. You have to have the primary colors to make the secondary colors. It's just how it goes. So you don't have green without blue and yellow. You don't have purple without red and blue. You don't have orange without red and yellow. Anger as a secondary emotion typically has a primary emotion or a couple of primary emotions put together to create that anger. So we may feel unheard and we may feel disrespected, hence angry. We may feel disappointed and we may feel embarrassed, hence angry. Feelings may look like anger and they may sound like anger, but most often there's one of those primary feelings underneath it, one or more, that's building on it. It's really tricky to validate anger. It's much easier to validate one of those primary emotions. I call them the more vulnerable emotions, the more raw emotions. Those are more easier to validate, but those emotions leave you vulnerable and they leave you exposed. and so. A lot of times we go to anger first. Another thing that makes the acknowledgement of feelings tricky is because sometimes we claim that we're sharing a feeling, but we really aren't. So we claim, yeah, I tell them how I feel all the time, but they just don't care. Or, yep, I tell her all the time how I'm feeling and she just doesn't listen. And then when we peel the onion back, we realize that... It's not really a feeling that's not being validated. It's an opinion or a perception. So here's some examples. I feel like he doesn't make me a priority. I feel like he doesn't have enough time for me. That is not a feeling. That's an opinion and a perception dressed up like a feeling. You can put lipstick on a pig. It's still a pig. Okay. A feeling would be, I feel unimportant. I feel unheard. I feel unloved. Those are feelings. Another example. I feel like she doesn't understand what I'm saying. I feel like I say the same thing over and over and over and she just doesn't get it. That again is not a feeling. That's an opinion. That's a perception. It's really hard to validate opinions and perceptions, particularly if you don't agree or particularly if someone's coming at you, about you with their opinions and perceptions. Because then you just want to become defensive or then you just want to prove to them that that's not really how it is or that you disagree. I feel like is not a way to describe a feeling unless it's I feel like garbage, right? I feel like you blah, 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 blah. I feel like I always, I feel like you never, I feel like I should or you should or all of those things are opinions and perceptions. So when you're in a feeling place and you you feel like you're not being acknowledged or validated in sharing your feelings with others, really take a look at is it coming from a place of anger or is it being dressed up like a feeling but really is an opinion or a perception? Because if that's the case, it's going to be really hard for someone else to acknowledge your feeling. So the trick within yourself is to just slow it down, ask yourself within your body what you're feeling. Oh, my heart is beating super fast. I must be feeling really anxious about this. Oh, I just have a headache after my day. I must be feeling pretty stressed. That's how you validate the feeling within yourself. Again, if you can do something about it, do something about it. If you can't, acknowledge it and acknowledge that nothing can be done about it. That acknowledgement is gonna take you miles and miles with validating your own feelings. When it comes to others validating your feelings and your desire to have others validate your feelings, we've got to make sure that we're in a space of actually sharing those primary feelings that we're feeling, not a secondary feeling, and that we're sharing a feeling, not a perception or an opinion. So they can be validated in the way that we feel like could be helpful. More times than not, folks really would rather ignore, numb, or hide feeling, particularly the hard ones, because they're not fun. They're not pleasant. right? The risk that you run when trying to numb is you do not get to pick what feelings you turn off and what feelings you turn on. Because again, you don't choose how you feel. So if you decide to turn off the faucet on feelings, which is absolutely your choice, that's sometimes a way some folks decide to respond to how they feel. If you turn that fossa off, all feeling will be turned off. Yeah, you won't have to feel the hard ones, but you're not going to feel the fun ones either. If that fossa is turned on, then you're going to feel all the feelings. Yes, you might feel some hard ones, but you're also going to have the opportunity to feel the fun ones. So when you get to a place of numbing, and that can look different for anyone. Everyone has their own way of numbing, right? When you get to that place, it's really difficult to feel the fun feelings without feeling the hard one. You've got to feel them not at the same time necessarily, but if that faucet is on and that water is running, hard stuff's going to come out and fun stuff's going to come out. It's kind of the name of the game. The payoff is that as we allow ourselves to acknowledge our own feelings and as we allow ourselves to be open and vulnerable in those raw feelings with others we open ourselves up to connection because that's what vulnerability does is it opens you up to connect whether that's connecting to yourself or connecting to your higher power whether that's connecting to a spouse a significant other somebody at work whatever you've got to share feelings in order to feel that connection and so that's the payoff yes it's hard and yes it's difficult And yes, it's incredibly unpredictable because once you start sharing again, you can't turn off that faucet. Feelings are just going to come out and that's how it goes. But again, the beauty is that there's a connection. That's the light at the end of the tunnel. Again, make a trip to my website, BricksTherapy.com and subscribe to that newsletter so that you can start getting those regularly in your inbox. Until next time.